So, like, thanks to viewers like you and SassyGamers.com, Bard Rock Cafe can exist, I guess. So, like, you can find links to Sassy Gamers, our Patreon, and social media stuff in the show notes. Just click. Thanks. Previously on Bard Rock Cafe, Felix hired our heroes for a risky job, stealing a ruby dragon statue from the ship of a noble family. Rook took the day off, and the party was joined by the Great Martine, a tabaxi pirate Felix recommended. Things went wrong quickly as dozens of rival thieves and as many guards were at the docks. Armbar and Brock staged a fight to create a distraction, but it didn't stop a magister from approaching Epi and Martine. Possessed by wild magic, Martine blurted out they were hired by Felix and fled, leaving Epi at the mercy of the magister as Brock and Armbar's stage fight collided with a group of thieves. Can our heroes make it out of this one? Find out today on Bard Rock Cafe! Oh, Felix, happy scared for his life by the long arm of the law. Magister coming down with the shackles and we don't have very long. Oh, Felix, Martin ran away like a coward and he said so long. Roland just tackled all the guards down. Things went very wrong. Oh, the jig is up. We're getting out. This job went so sideways. We got played and now we're made and we're hitting the highway. All right. Welcome back to the Bard Rock Cafe. I am Kenny, your DM for the evening, and this is episode seven. At the end of last week, party found themselves in a bit of a tight spot. Guards were closing in, put shackles on Epi, and then Armbar decided to tackle several of them. Meanwhile, Martine has dashed off into the sunset, and Brock Song has cast Thunderwave and knocked down a bunch of questionably innocent bystanders. And now chaos is just breaking loose. However, we're going to start tonight off with a wild, a wild magic roll, because <laughs> Brock Song cast a spell. All now right. Know what happens? All right. I'm. I have all three of my dice sets out. I'm gonna ro rotate them like Steph does. Red dice don't fail me now. Yeah. I rolled a forty-two. Oh, you done it now. Forty-two. No lie. Every time I roll, I try to remember what number the bubbles were. That's <laughs> forty-two. Done it. You done it oh. now. It's the answer to life, the universe, and everything. It's gotta be good. You rolled the yeah. dice, so oh, you yeah. gotta pay yeah. the price. No more. So roll the forty-two. I'll let you know when it triggers. If it triggers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right. <laughs> More suspense. Right, so that was neither good or bad at the exact moment, so I, I'll take a somewhat neutral future response. <laughs> Just don't do anything. <laughs> yeah, don't do anything in the middle of combat with 20-plus NPCs. No problem. Play dead. <laughs> I, excuse me, I'm not a coward like the Great Martine. Yeah, the Great Martine. Oh. <laughs> all right, so, unfortunately, Ethan could not be with us tonight, so... Instead, I am seeing his character as booking the hell away. So, Martine <laughs> is effectively out of this fight. Yes, I have no actual qualms with Ethan, everybody. I'm just making going with what in-character happened. That's smart of Martine, given the situation. Yeah. I don't, I don't even disagree with him. I'm kind of jealous, to be honest. The only one who's going to survive this. <laughs> I tried to misty step, but it didn't work. I couldn't yeah, misty step away tried from my problem. The Failed said, miserably. No. Yeah. Not today. Yeah. yeah, it was more like Misty Dubstep. 
the beat dropped. Wow. Epi still has the monkey hand thing floating around, right? Monkey yes. foot. I oh, the do, foot. and I still have my, what is it, alter oh, self yeah. up, because and, you can only dispel one thing at a time. <laughs> yeah, and you are in the process of being shackled, so you have mere moments to avoid doing so, I believe. So, the good news is... We just rolled initiative at the end of last session. Yeah, what did we roll? What I forgot. So, Epi, you're up first. Oh, yeah! <laughs> it's a good thing I've been planning this for a while. Okay. I hope. <laughs> yep. So, Epi gets to move Bigby's hand on his turn, right? Yes. I don't think I rolled separate initiative for that. Anyway, uh, it's, since it's a bonus action to move the hand, I'm gonna have Bigby's hand. It just swoops down and grabs Epi, who is currently disguised as a butler, pulls him back and into the water. <laughs> if I can do that. Okay. So you're leaving me. <laughs> For now, I'll be back. Your situation is more tenable than Epi's, to be fair. <sighs> okay. okay. So you are carrying yourself with Bigby's hands to the water. Am I understanding that correctly? Under the water, if I can manage it. For some kind of cover. Okay. And I still have my action, but did that work? I am just imagining this foot is grabbing you, like, the bottom of its toes just curling around you, and just, like, hoisting you up and just bringing you underwater. Just the physical manifestation of feet yeet. Yeah. Under the feet. Under the feet. Under the feet. Everything's better down where it's wetter. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) No, I was- I kept it very brief, it's fair use. Understandable. <laughs> It'll come right, right here. We'll bleep out anything with certain mouse-shaped oh. objects. Oh. Anyway. Oh, right. Ah! Right. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> okay. So the hand can move up to sixty feet. Yes. So the only person that is currently in melee with you is the magister. Mm-hmm. She is going to allow you to move with the hand. Mm-hmm. You guys are on the dock, so it is perfectly within reason for you to find your way underwater in the docks. With 60 Perfect. feet of movement, you can do that without engaging any of the guards by going up and over. Okay. So you'll have so, your action if you would like to do something. How long can I hold my breath for? What is your con mod? My con mod is a whopping three. I think you can grow gills alter self still on. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure out if I need to do that this turn or a different turn. So you would have known you were going underwater. You can hold yes. your breath for a number of minutes equal to your con mod. Okay, so I got three minutes. And combat in D&D is six seconds per round, I think. Yes. So the way that works, just so everybody knows, you don't have a chance to hold your breath before something happens. You have a number of turns equal to your con mod, as opposed to minutes. So, Epi, you are probably fine. What would you like to do with your action? So with my action, I am going in between two things right now, but I think first things first... It has a range of 120 feet. It's time to cast message at a certain Roland Armbar who just saved my ass. Okay. <laughs> so I would like to bequeath him with the following message. Tell them Kevin with a Y made you do it. I don't understand what this means. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now. You don't get to recast message until like the next turn. Wait. I'm aware. Uh- <laughs> Now, can, can we have dialogue, or is our dialogue still locked in with the turn order? For the moment, well, speaking as a free action, if you want to scream something or other forms of communication that don't require an action. Okay, so my follow-up question is, 
Am I still close enough to Armbar that I could hear him say that? Yeah. All right. I would like to, if you would, if you permit, to use my telepathy to speak to Armbar, <laughs> just one on one. Okay. And I'm going to assume, if that's also okay, that because Armbar and I know a while, Armbar knows that I can do this and will not be surprised. <laughs> I would say that's a fair thing to say. You guys have worked together. You know each other. Armbar knows you can speak telepathically. Right. You have probably at some point in the past told him telepathically to remove someone from the Bard Rock Cafe. All right. Uh, Armbar, what was that? What was that about? Someone told me to say, say it's a guy named Kevin with a Y. And I want cl- I want to clarify for the audience that I do have the ability to, and I intended to, have Armbar be able to communicate with me telepathically as well. So he's not speaking out loud. Yep. No. This is to my brain. Okay. That's how my brain speaks. Okay. So real quick, because speaking while it is a free action does still take time. Yep. So it is now the guards' turn. So there's a group of guards over by the guys that they pulled out of the water. They are putting them in shackles. The group that they're trying to accost is not going willingly. They managed to put one of them in shackles, while the other four managed to wiggle free. The guards that are coming over towards Brock and the guys that you knocked over with Thunderwave, they reach you guys and basically say, alright, you all need to stop right now. Like, they have their swords out, like they are ready to go. The guards that are around Epi, or were around Epi, sort of watch as Epi goes up and over, and then turn to uh, converge on Armbar. The, the three or so that you knocked over stand up, Two of them are going to try and grapple you. I'm too big. Uh, you're really not. No worth a shot. He always wins. That's <laughs> fair. I need you to make two athletics checks or dex or acrobatics checks, whichever one you prefer. Alright, let's try uh, the one I'm good at, supposedly. I gotta do that twice? Yep. I got 20. Okay, what's the second roll? Ooh. All right. Natural. So, start oh. with... Yeah, you, you guys know the drill, right? But to start yeah. with, there are two guards, one on each arm, and you're just kind of Popeye the Sailor Man just moving, and they are moving with you, and they are not grappling you at all. Go ahead and roll two D100s for me. 121. 74 and 47. Yeah, sorry, sorry, 74 and 47. You think you can land a hand on me? At the start of each of your turns, you gain five temporary hit points. <laughs> what? <laughs> Magic wand, make my arm bar grow! <laughs> <laughs> so, feel yourself get even beefier. When that turns off, I'll let you know. <laughs> so, you're gonna be really, really hard to take down for a little while. That's right. right. This is how the armbar do. True facts about the armbar. He's big. <laughs> Don't mess. Rock song. It's your turn. Alright, and you said that the guards are right in front of me telling me to stop what I'm doing? Yeah, there's about... I'd say about six or seven of them that are starting to come up and circle around you. Alright. I immediately stick my hands up in the air and go, Hey, fellas! Everything's okay! I I was scared. I freaked out. My bad. And while I'm saying that to them, I, uh, I can't... Can I see the Magister from here? You can. Alright, I also want to use my telepathy on her while I'm speaking these words to send her a telepathic message. Uh, but question, 
it's my brain so I can control what my voice sounds like in my mind, right? Like, I don't have to use my own speaking voice. I'll let you roll a performance check for it. Alright, rolling performance. I rolled an 8 plus 5, plus 7, 15. Okay, what would you like your voice to sound like? Haha, <laughs> Magister, a pleasure to meet you. I'm trying to sound like a, I'm trying to sound like a very, uh, maniacal, like, uh, I, have, I don't know what Kevin with a Y looks like, but I'm trying to sound like what I believe this, this Kevin with a Y would sound like based on what I've heard, which is very little. Okay. And I actually say, I'm Kevin with a Y. Pleasure to meet you. This is very standard. <laughs> okay. Is she able to respond? Yes, I give... Uh, so, if I give her the ability to respond, will she know who she's communicating with, or can she only respond to me? Or, like, does she know she's responding to me? I would have to actually read the ability. Uh, let me go. That, that's fine. Let me go ahead and find it. Do, do, do. You can speak telepathically to any creature you can see, provided they're within a number of feet equal to ten times your level. Uh, you don't need to share a language with the creature for them to understand. When you speak to this creature, you can use your action to give the creature the ability to speak telepathically with you for one hour or until you end the, this action as an effect. To use this ability, the creature must be able to see you, must be within this trait's range. Okay. So I guess my question is, first of all, is that your action? Yes, that is my action, is I'm going to give them the ability to respond to me. Okay, so you now have a telepathic link with Armbar and with the magic. No, I, I, I had to sever it with Armbar. That was one of the one of the things, so I had to okay. sever it with Armbar to give it to her. Boss, where'd you go? <laughs> <laughs> you provided me All right. Go ahead. Roll me... Stealth or Deception, whichever one you prefer. Alright, I'm gonna go ahead with... Where's my... I'm gonna go with Stealth. I rolled 16, plus 6 is 22. God, I love being a bard. <laughs> okay. She still turns and faces you. It seems that she has seen through the fact that you are the one speaking to her. Her role was higher. That didn't work. <laughs> Should have given myself bardic inspiration. So, you hear back in your head, you should surrender and come quietly. This doesn't have to end violently. Just come along. That's fine. Uh, one condition, though. My uh, my friend, he, he is actually not related to this. I charmed him. So please let him go. Roll deception. I, can I give myself bardic inspiration for this one in advance? I do have a bonus yes, action. Yes, you can. Left. You absolutely can. I rolled a seven. <laughs> Plus three is uh, ten. I'm not even going to burn the part of inspiration on that. Okay, that's good because she rolled a nineteen. She does not believe you. She says, "No, you didn't." He'll be right, coming well, along too. I'm going to open up the, the telepathic chat again with Mother Brock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I can still send. I can still send Roland messages. He just can't respond. So I message Roland to just go quietly. But boss, I want to beat these guys to a pulp. Never let me have any fun, Brock. What gives? Being arrested is a lot less inconven inconvenient than being executed, Armbar. I'd rather not die today. I'll go along with it, I guess. Okay. Alright. So you use your action, your bonus action. Is there anything else you would like to do? Uh, I got nothing. Okay. It is now the Magister's turn. So. Is she gonna spirit bomb us or something? 
one person missing. <laughs> yep. So she is going to make her way over to where you went underwater. And to, and to, to clarify, I did go as far as I could. Like, I was pulled out. <laughs> so that's like, that's like, what, 40 feet off the dock? They say it yeah, moves 60. Like you're pretty far off in the underwater. Um, can I clarify one thing? Sure. Am I most is my is my form mostly obscured by the big bee hand, or am I still kind of visible in its grip? Am I still a baller? <laughs> I mean, big bee's hand is definitely providing you, I would say, full cover. Yay! So any attacks would be on big bee's hand and not you, but you are still visible because it is an ethereal kind of hand that you can kind of see through. Okay, fair enough. If you recall, you are charm fighter. Yep. She knows this. Dang it. She is going to cast a message. Oh boy. <laughs> oh no. I'm going to say, listen, you should come along quietly. Your friends are. And I can probably arrange it so that you don't get any charges from this. We just want to work this all out. Sounds like a lie. Can I respond to her message? Sure. Okay, from 40 feet away underwater, I would like to respond with... We really were put up to this. Are we able to keep this quiet if we come along quietly? That seemed to be what she was communicating to you. However, she has used her action to use message once already. Fair enough. Mm. So I get And it was message, so I couldn't hear it, right? Like, nobody could hear it except for Epi. Nope, just Epi. Uh-huh. Mm. Okay. It's you definitely good. saw her cast the spell, but as for what it is, you don't know. I've seen Epi cast this spell before. Can I roll to Actually, see if I no. know what spell it is? You, ha- you see her pull out a copper wire. You're like, oh no, she's casting message. So you know, you know, message was cast because you've seen it before. Um, it is now the thugs' turn. So there's two groups. There's the group of about three that were around you, Brock. Uh, yep. One of them was not knocked backwards. Um, the other two were knocked back ten feet. They are looking around at the guards that are surrounding them. They realize very quickly that they're kind of outmatched, and so they put their hands up and they are surrendering. Uh, the one that did not get knocked back said, Look, we didn't do anything. He instigated this. The five that were in the water, one of them has shackles on. The other four managed to break, or to avoid getting the shackles put on them. Uh, a bunch of rolls take place behind the scenes that y'all don't see. Uh, one of the guards gets thrown into the water. And as he is wearing heavy armor, he is starting to sink. Those five are now booking him. That is the thug's turn. Roland, coming at the very last. What would you like to do? Well, Roland is sorely upset because Brock is making him decease his attack. And how big is he right now? Roland? Yeah. I think he means the bonus HP. Oh, it was bonus HP? I thought it yeah, was. Yeah, we were joking about you getting bigger because your HP is getting bigger. I was hoping I was bigger. No, you're like, just tougher. You have five more hit points than you did last round. Mm. Roland is just, like, gonna pout, and he's gonna, like, sit down, like, just, like, like quickly just, like, sit down, like, as like, soon as possible and cross his arms no. and just pout. Uh, can I use my, my free action to yell at Armbar to save the heavy guy that's sinking? Armbar can't swim. <laughs> you can't swim? <laughs> <laughs> you in the docks! It's 
it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> I feel like that's their entire interaction is just save the guy. I can't swim. You know I can't swim, Brock. Come on. <laughs> I I did not know that you can't swim. Should we save him? Uh, I think that we'll get a more lenient sentence if we help them sort out the situation we created with uh. my out-of-character thought. Also, do you really want to canonically commit to not being able to swim? <laughs> <laughs> That's a big commitment. I don't know if I can do that. It's all good. It's all good. Do what Roland would do. Channel your inner arm bar. I feel like Roland would just be upset because he couldn't smash. I mean, you could smash that guy's armor because he's not going to be able to wear it to get pull him back out of the well, water. Well, how far away is the guard from where I am? I can only move so far. So you could probably get into the water where he is. You would not be able to get back out in the same turn. Would I be able to carry him? Oh, yeah. Alright. I'll jump in after his ass. You're buff as hell. Yeah, knowing me, I'll get stuck. I will, I'll, like, fail all my strength for those. You know, Arnbar, he tried learning how to re how to swim from a book. Listen, I learned how to swim right now. <laughs> do or die. Okay. This is where a young armbar becomes a man armbar. Alright, so you run off. The guards are kind of looking back at the magister and then at armbar, and they let you go. You jump into the water. Because you reacted so quickly, the guard has not sunk too far. You're able to get him and uh, go ahead and roll me an athletics check to swim with a guy wearing heavy armor around your shoulders. Oh, uh, really quick here. When I yelled at him to do that, I gave, gave him bardic inspiration. <laughs> How? You already gave your bardic inspiration. Oh, oh, that's right. I already used it for the bonus action. I gave it to myself. That's fair. Before I roll, I just want to say this. Hold on, little buddy, I'll save you. It's my first time, but I can do it. I don't think I can do it. Unless so I get an advantage. <laughs> you got him. Oh, sweet. <laughs> You're uh, sinking with him. <laughs> remember, when you if you would trigger your rage, remember you have advantage on strength checks for next round. Well, that's my action, right? I mean, right. If you would like... To, to start raging as a bonus action before you make this roll, I'll allow it retroactively. I mean, if if we're if we're all at all honest, it's it's kind of like if at first I don't like if at first Armbar is trying and he cannot lift this guy, I feel like he would go enraged and just like put in that extra mile, like that extra effort, and go for it. Okay. So we can rage. All right. So. We'll come back to that next round, then. Alright. Um, you guys see some of the other groups of thugs that were off in the crowd watching. Uh, they have started to scatter. They are fading away into the crowd that is gathering to just watch the spectacle. Uh, they they get the... You get the sense that nobody really wants to be here right now. Too much of a scene has been caused. Get the medallion. What do you do? Okay, so... I see her as just like a super friendly acquaintance of, you know, a good buddy. <laughs> you view her in the best possible light. Okay. Okay. So exactly the light that that cop was trying to get you to, to uh, confess for your own well good would be viewed anyway. Hmm. And I see Armbar has jumped in to save the guard, presumably. Yeah, well, I mean, he just screamed it very loudly. <laughs> that also works. Okay. I feel like if this group ever gets separated, our plan is to just all find armbar. I'll save you. I 
can't do it, but I'll try. What does that be do? Let's see. I have one question. Okay. So now that I'm about 40 feet out into the docks, knowing what I know about this city, if I were to book it out into the bay, would they catch me? And or have ships that could just pop out or something? As in if you just continue leaving? Yeah, if I did that, would I know how that would go? Roll... I will say, just roll me a straight intelligence check at advantage. Okay, alright. We're gonna go with the shiny dice. We rolled a 5 and a 15 in my intelligence mod. The saving throw one, right? Uh, just whatever your intelligence modifier is, add that. Oh, okay. So my intelligence is a plus four. So 15 plus four is a, it's a pretty solid, pretty solid roll. Yeah. Okay. You get the sense that you might be able to get away. You also know that if your friends are going quietly, there's a pretty good chance that information about you is going to be obtained anyway. (laughs) That's true. And you also know that the Magister is offering to help. This is true. Okay. Knowing what I know. Go ahead and roll insight for me, too, for that matter. Okay. I'll let you roll an advantage. Okay. Yeah, I want to know if this Magister's on the level. Alright, we got metal dice and water dice. We're gonna hope for the best. Okay. And it was an insight roll, right? Yep. One was a 6, the other is a 16, and my inside is plus 4, so that's a dirty 20. Okay. You believe her. Okay. I'm going to cast message. Okay. In response to her, I believe you. I will come quietly on one condition. That I can keep up this disguise until we are in private. She kind of cocks her head a little bit. Thinks about it. Says, okay, why not? And I'm going to, uh, use Bigby's hand to pull myself in. Wait, no, I have... Yeah, no, I'm gonna pull myself in with Bigby's hand. I I like my full cover. Okay. So you are now... Basically, you're back with the Magister. (laughs) Yeah. Do you drop Bigby's hand? Does Bigby's hand drop you? Big B hand just, you know, like the little claw toys, picks me up out of the water, plops me in front. Okay. And I'm just gonna look at her and I'm gonna be like, because I'm still butlery at the moment. Yeah. I really didn't cast that Big B's hand. I don't know how to get rid of it. Could you dispel it for me? She seems like she's considering what you're saying, and she doesn't quite believe you. I'm just, just gonna because sh- fair that enough. doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> but also, she doesn't get the sense that you're lying. Hence the curious look. Fair enough. Is that your enough. turn? Um, I think I would like to hold my action. Well, your action was message. Right. I forgot about that. And I use bonus action to big these hand my little butt over there. So can I hold my movement? Sure. What's okay. the trigger? If she's lying. About? Um. Like, what will trigger you to use your movement, and what will you do? Okay. If my friends are getting... If she's not going to let us come quietly and, like, starts whacking on my friends, then I'm gonna book it. (laughs) 
Okay. So, oh, so she double crosses us. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so the guards at this point, um, they are giving chase to the five that are running. They have caught the ones that they have caught the one that had shackles put on him. You know, because he has shackles, so he's not running very quickly. They are attempting to put shackles on all of you. Do any of you resist this? Is that necessary? We're coming quietly. Also, uh, really quick. Uh, do I do I not get a turn because I can stop three of those five guys? Uh, your turn is up next, actually. Okay, so like, first of all, we are going quietly. Second of all, if you don't shackle us, I can help you catch those three without even moving them from this spot. So the guards that are about to put shackles on you pause, and kind of look at the magister, and the magister says, "We have to shackle you, but." Show me. All right, I literally turn and go, Hey, you guys should come back here! And I cast Enthrall on them. Okay, so that'll be your turn. Does anybody else resist the shackles? No. Effie? I kind of already have them mostly on, or, or completely on. Uh, they will be completely on after this. Come back and break free. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Armbar appreciates his shiny new bracelets. That's right. They're rather tight, though. And uh, for clarification, I am aiming at whatever the three front runners are, the ones that look like they're the fastest. Okay, but I need an answer from Effie first. Also, what is what is your save DC? Save DC thirteen. Okay, good enough, Effie. I'm not gonna resist. I figure if I'm coming quietly, I'm gonna commit. Okay, so Sorry. everyone is shackled except Brock. Song, Brock, you screen that. Uh, two of the guys that are running, slow, turn around, start heading back. The other two continue to flee. Uh, those two that are enthralled get shackled up. They also continue, they now put shackles on you as well. If you're, do you resist them putting the shackles on you? Uh, you know, I, I really thought I could leave with dignity, but I'm not gonna fight it. My father will hear about this. <laughs> the magister does not seem concerned, but she does say... The cooperation will be noted. Very well. Take them to the guardhouse. I will deal with them momentarily. Hey, that's where we're staying. Uh, no, we're staying in the castle district. That's the Blackstaff's house. We probably aren't welcome there anymore after this, actually. Well, you don't know how this is going to go. Yeah, we'll be fine. We can talk ourselves out of this. <laughs> Episode oh. 14, we, we escape jail. <laughs> we get out of jail. <laughs> now, question. Is the Magister escorting us with these guards or just the guards that shackled us? Just the guards that shackled you. Oh, we can get out of this. All right. Uh, can we talk to them on our way to the guardhouse? Sure. Uh, I say to the guard, uh, so my father is, uh, you know, bird song. Uh, some people, some folks call him Pop. Uh, he, you know, he supplies many of the guards to the town. I'd really appreciate if somebody could contact him on my behalf. I think he would want to know what's going on with me. One of the guards just kind of looks at me and says, I have a feeling he's going to find out. Yeah, I would just rather he find out on my terms, if that's all right. We will talk with the Magister. I'm sure she can arrange something. Thank you. Have you ever dreamt of being a superhero? Legends of Superhero Story is a new actual play podcast using the Legends Superhero role-playing game system, available on all podcast platforms. This exciting new superhero tabletop RPG follows our Game Master Jack and our fledgling heroes played by Chad, Emily, Amanda, and Daniel as they work their way through their origin story and beyond. 
Listen in as they discover their powers and abilities. Let's hope they learn to work together as a team in time to save the world and truly become legends. Legends of Superhero Story is available on all podcast platforms. For more information, follow us on social media at The Legends Cast or visit our website, www.matchplaygames.ca forward slash The Legends Cast. It's going to take you guys about 10-15 minutes to walk to the guardhouse in shackles with the guards. You're also in, you also have about, you have the three thugs that Brock Song Thunderwaved and the other three thugs that were in the water. So there's just a lot of y'all here. Is anybody doing anything or do you go quiet? Uh, I'm going quietly unless there's trouble from the other, uh, I don't know what the word for people that are in the process of being arrested with perps. Unless the other perps cause trouble, I'm going quietly. Okay. Happy. Uh, is the magistrate near? You are still charmed, but the magistrate is staying behind for the moment. So does that mean she is here, or she's, like, behind us? She is not with the group. Oh, okay. Would I be able to cast a spell without anybody noticing? You can try. Uh, I actually was about to ask for myself. I'm curious if I could, would be able to tell if these shackles restrict the use of magic. So, it depends on the spell. In general, no. If it has a somatic component, like you have to wave your arms around or something, maybe. So I will tell you if the spell is one that requires a kind of movement you wouldn't be able to do. Okay. Circle back around to me. My, uh, my brain's a-cooking something. It ain't done yet, but it's a cooking. Armbar, are you doing anything? Um, no. I think I think Armbar would probably stay quiet because of Brock kind of leading the way. Like he kind of looks up to Brock, so I'll just uh, follow quietly behind. Brock is putting all of his faith in his father, fronting the bail money. Okay. All right. Happy. Uh, it's all on you. The thugs seem to be going quietly. Are you doing anything? I think. I think I'm going to go quietly because I have I have I have a lie I'm cooking up. It'll be fine. Okay. You with your so lies. It's you fine. Are, it's totally fine. You are all taken to the guardhouse. You are each given individual cells. No. It is. So the way the guardhouse is structured, right? There's the front reception area. There is a side section where, like, some funks are for the guys that are off duty right now. Then there is a third area that is the largest section that has different cells that are walled off from each other. However, there's only about eight cells. So not everybody fits in these cells. So two guards stay behind after you guys are locked up, along with a couple of the, the thugs. And then the rest of the thugs are being escorted to a different guardhouse. From where I am celled, can I see anybody? So they are side by side. You you would know which cells everybody is in, but you can't see. I mean, to your left and right is just a, a solid wall made of stone. You can punch a hole in it if you want. I would like to try one thing while I'm in my cell. Okay. I would like to, um, since you can use thaumaturgy to uh, cause flames to flicker, are there any open flames around here? Oh yeah, there's torches on the wall. I would like to quietly cast Thaumaturgy and see if magic works in here. It does. Okay. 
do they take away all of our stuff? Yes. There please, is a... can I just keep one of my musical instruments to occupy myself while I'm in my cell? Please. Oh, no. So they, you, they have taken all of your inventories. There's a chest that holds everybody's stuff. You guys have your clothes and your shackles, and that's about it. But you know where all your stuff is. It's like, it's, yeah. it's right there. It's just... All right, I start rhythmically tapping my shackles against the bars to make music because they wouldn't let me keep a traditional instrument. Go ahead and roll performance at disadvantage. <laughs> That's 8 plus 7 is 15 and 10, so we're going to keep the 15. Okay. So, even though you have, like, not the best tools, you still got kind of a nice beat going. Like, you, you can see... Well, no, you can't. There's solid stone walls. Get the sense I, that some there's of the like a cell are, across from me, right? I can probably see the couple people across from me. No, it's they're eight cells side oh, okay. by side by side. Oh, okay. The, the structure is such that you don't see who is in the other cells. That is the, the idea. But you do hear somebody tapping along to the beat in the next cell over. And hey, Epi and Barnbar probably have a good idea where. Oh yeah. All right. Is there anything else you guys would like to do? I'm gonna start dancing like MC Hammer. Roll performance at disadvantage because you are shackled. <laughs> yep. You are dancing by yourself. Proficiency in all the roles he's bad at. That's disadvantage. She rolled a four. I rolled a four. <laughs> it doesn't mean I did it well. <laughs> Nobody's watching. But I'm happy. That's all that matters. <laughs> Epi, is there anything you're doing? Well... Well, everyone is distracted by the music and the attempts at dancing. Would anybody notice if I ritually cast Unseen Servant? I think you need components to do a ritual cast. Yeah, but to be fair, it is a piece of string and a bit of wood. And that I keep in my sleeves. That is a solid no. Gotcha. Okay. Good try. I'm going to say no because it also is a somatic component. And you are shackled up. That's so, fair. yeah. I'm going to say no to that one. Okay, then can I cast Thaumaturgy to um, cause the doors to open if they're unlocked? <laughs> sure. <our> funsies. <laughs> what doors are unlocked? Well, the door that leads up the stairs back to the main area goes wham, And it flies open. While all eight of the cell doors go click, click, click. <laughs> And they rattle a whole lot and don't fly open. Alright, can I actually cast another spell? Sure. So, I just realized I took damage at the end of the last episode. So, I'm going to cast Healing Word on myself. Okay. You know why I'm doing this, too. Yeah. Alright, so 1d4. I rolled a 4. So, I only took, like, 3 damage, so I don't even need a modifier. But there's a reason I did that, other than to heal myself. Yep, trying to get a wild magic surge. Do I get one? You don't. I'm sorry. It's worth a try. Hey, what happened to Bigby's hand? Dispelled. You uh, asked so nicely, eventually they got around to it. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> I was you... just sitting there like, what happened to it? Sorry, I, I should have made that clearer. <laughs> that <laughs> no, was, that's good. on me. No, they did not let you keep the gigantic Bigby's hand as you walked down the street. <laughs> that that would have made us that would have made a scene. I could have been carried gently. 
And I'm assuming after a bit my uh, disguised self wears off and I pull my cloak over my head so it's not as obvious <laughs> what my fate looks like. Well, so Alter Self lasts for an hour. You're about 20 minutes into that hour right now. Alright, then I'm keeping that up. <laughs> It'll take about another 30 minutes before the Magister gets here. If you're all just waiting quietly, that goes uh, without an incident. The next time a guard comes in, I ask them for a glass of water. They don't give it to you. <laughs> I don't even get to roll persuasion for a glass of water. They are not giving y'all anything in these cells. They are waiting for orders from their superior officer. Alright, I guess I'll just... I, I'm going to write a sternly worded letter to whoever's in charge about the conditions prisoners are kept in. They can't even have water. Alright. Khadija. Yes. Welcome back. Yay. <laughs> so while they're having all this chaos going on, you were off doing your own thing. Specifically, Felix has a separate task for you. Alright. How do I find out about the task? Well, Felix comes to you. You find yourself off in your room. You wake up. Felix is in the window again. It's good morning. I have a job for you. Rook rolls over, rubs her eyes. Yes, up, Felix. So, there have been some crazy things happening since that meteor struck. I'd like to get a copy of the report. Hmm. And, um, how do you suppose one might get their hands on such a report? Well, it's being transferred today. From the Guild of Magisters to the Black Staff herself. Hmm. I would like you to snatch it. Replace it with this, and he hands you a sealed scroll with an official-looking seal on it. Says, don't open it. Just swap them. Sure. Rook says, absently. Um, so, let me get this straight. Do you want me to, like, do an intercept? Well... Or... There's going to be a Magister, probably the same one that was in the basement looking at whatever that was. He'll be bringing his report. I'll create a disturbance. Don't worry, you'll know it. The Magister will be required to intervene, and when you see a chance, just lift it off of his, his pocket. Yep, sounds like something in my line. Alright, so um, point me in the right direction and I'll uh, get started, but what about everybody else? They'll be fine. They have their own job. Yeah, being the distraction. <laughs> I have the utmost faith in their abilities. Ah, <laughs> we got Blade. It's ready to go. All right, Felix. So he leads you. Oh my god! <laughs> down to the docks district. Felix, you bitch. <laughs> you are moving to intercept the the, the magister. He is making his way slowly down the road. He has two guards with him. He doesn't seem too concerned. He stops in one shop and then in another. Seems like he's taking his time. Like this is the only thing he has for today, so he's not too big of a rush. Okay, so I'm guessing that I'm watching from somewhere kind of inconspicuous. Um, I guess what I want to do is get behind him. So can I just walk past him, trying not to cause, uh, trying not to, um, look suspicious? Sure. Roll, roll a stealth check. I mean, you're, mm. you're in a public place. You don't have to be hiding, per se, just right. inconspicuous. 
Yeah, trying to walk like a normal human being. Okay, right. so the roll was 22. Oh, yeah. You are just another person on the road. Just happen to be going the same direction he is. Okay, so I'm behind him and I'm watching his back. You do see he has a... Basically a, a hip pouch. Uh, it's got a latch on it. It does seem to be... It's one of those basic locks, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you know the journals that have the locks on the front? Like you twist the thing at the front. Right, like that's... Like when I say locked, it's not complicated. But it's also mm-hmm. not one of those that's just going to come open. But you do get the okay. sense, based on how it's shaped, that the scroll that he's transporting is probably in there. So, as much as Rook would like to maybe bump into him and try and take the chance, I was promised a distraction, which would up my chances. So I'm (laughs) walking behind, but staying behind and keeping an eye out for that distraction, which apparently is amazing. (laughs) So you get about two or three blocks, and it happens. You see a cart filled with cabbages, completely uncontrolled, barreling down a hill towards a T-intersection. It is the intersection that you guys are approaching. And in front of this cart is a gnome running very quickly and screaming at the top of his lungs in the highest-pitched squeak scream that you can imagine. Just, oh my god! The guards are just stunned. (laughs) The magister is like, what? What? Is there so you would like we have to a we have a car and a person running towards us. Yes. Um, okay, so I am going to play the look out, magister, and sort of throw myself at him, action star style, where I grab <laughs> him from behind and. And, like, throw myself to the side, like, no! So I'm gonna okay. try that. I don't know what that roll is. <laughs> Alright, it's gonna be a couple of rolls, because there's a few things going on. Yes. So let's start with acrobatics. Okay. As you do your action dive thing. Yes, okay. So, that's <laughs> that's an 11 total. I don't know how well that went. Okay. So, I mean, it's not the most action star dive ever. Uh, go ahead and roll performance. Okay, performance is charisma, which is... Oh, wow, I rolled a natural one. That's a big yikes. Alright, Oh, well, my acting is so bad. So, go ahead and roll 2d100s for me. Alright. 8 and 20. 8 and 20. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, alright, cool. So... The magister fails at avoiding your your tackle. Because while well, you rolled like an eleven, he rolled a natural one. <laughs> oh, okay. So Wait, has this magister been to the Bard Rock? He has. Does he have wild magic? He does not. Darn. Yeah. So you have now tackled the magister to the ground, which the cart was not anywhere close to hitting anybody. Except for this gnome, who is You've never really seen a gnome run this fast. Like, you know the Scooby-Doo thing where they do it with their feet? Yeah, that's kind of what's going on. Okay. Magister is on the ground under you at this point. 
guards are now like, what? 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 So they're looking back and forth, and back and forth. Um, this is the same magister that had the sand problem, and Kevin, okay. and all of that. This is that guy. Okay. Wouldn't that make me he does have wild magic? No. That was Epi causing the sand before? That was in the presence of the obelisk. Oh, okay, so oh, he, you can do wild magic in the presence of the obelisk, but not ha have gained wild magic, is what we're, I'm understanding. Well, above not this, to, yes. Yeah, in not character. to, yeah, in character I do not understand. I'm trying to understand why he didn't, at a natural one, have more sand happening. Okay. okay. Trying to personally understand the rules of our universe. Gotcha. So, at this point, the cart is, you know, out of control, swerving back and forth. The gnome somehow dodges left, and the cart dodges left with him. And he just screams some more and dodges right. The cart seems to dodge right with him. Completely out of control. The guards are... They can't really do anything. The magister's like, Get off! Why? You do see the cart start to swerve towards you guys. What would you like to do? Okay. So, I do another... Oh, well, so, what I'm going to try and do is roll with the Magister. Oh, like, like away from the cart. Okay. To, to the side. So, I'll roll while I'm still holding him. Okay. And That's gonna if be... possible... Okay, no, I'll just stick well, with no, that. Tell me what else you want to do. Well, I would... Uh, I don't know if things are working too fast, but I, maybe I would like to try and at least open the side bag. Okay. So roll, I'll say acrobatics, and then sleight of hand. Okay. Here's my acrobatics. That's 15. Okay. Sleight of hand is 11. Okay. So you do manage to roll with the Magister. That is enough of a sleight of hand to open this very simple lock. The pouch is open. Uh, in the midst of your roll, the scroll falls out of his pouch. Okay. He does not seem to be aware yet. He is still trying to get his bearings of what's happened. Okay. I would like to roll off of him and do the switch. Okay. As you My do this, yes. the note darts past you, and the cart topples over, and there are cabbages everywhere around you. <laughs> Creating enough of a distraction. People aren't really looking at you like they are, right? Because you're making yeah. a bit of a scene in the middle of all this. But also, like, cabbages. <laughs> yes. So, yes. go ahead and roll sleight of hand at advantage to swap the scroll cases as you roll away. So one was a critical failure, and the other one was ten. Good lord. Well, yeah, you, don't have wow. to, you don't have to roll because this is at advantage, so you don't trigger wild magic. Your roll was a four. Yeah. However, now I get to roll to see if anybody notices what you're doing. Oh my god. This is still going better than our caper by, like, leagues. Well, I'm on the edge of my damn seat. <laughs> I believe in you. <laughs> Fingers crossed. All right, I actually have to go look up the guard stat block for this. Hang on. All right. One of the guards sees you. Okay. Swap out the scroll cases. Everybody else is just completely sidetracked. So while the one guard runs over to the magister, Are you okay? Are you okay? The other guard's like, Wait a minute. As he sees you picking up the scroll case and, like, pocketing it, trying to leave the other one there. You there. Stop. What do you do? 
I am going to. Okay. I'm going to try and say, "What this? I'm picking up his scroll for him. It fell." At this point, the magister snaps around and like pats his back pocket. He's like, "What? Give me that!" And he's sure like standing thing, up and, and coming over to you and like holding out his hand. And the guard's like, "Wait, she's trying to swap them. She has two. I repeat, no, I'm not. I'm just picking it up for you. I noticed it rolled out when I um, saved you back there. Go ahead and roll deception. Fingers crossed, fingers crossed. <laughs> I rolled a five. Okay. I mean, I rolled a total of five. Wow. Oh my god. Okay, so they both see through that deception. That was of pretty bad. Oh my god. Okay. And as they, hang on, as they are about to reach you, everything goes dark. And there's a shout of, wait, what? We're I... being tricked. You would recognize that you are now in a field of darkness, like the spell. Aha, okay. Um, is this something where dark vision is a thing? Oh no. Or not? Dark vision doesn't see in magical darkness. Okay, fine. Okay. I am going to turn around and run, and know there's probably a cabbage or two that's gonna trip me. I was gonna say, make a deck save. Yeah. <laughs> But at least I'll try. Oh boy. I believe in Fif you so much. <laughs> Thank you. It's 15 total. Okay. You manage to either squash the cabbages or dodge around them so that you don't just uh. slip. What you hear behind you is the sound of guards and the magister slipping around because cabbages. <laughs> yes. You very quickly find yourself outside of the darkness field. And you do catch a glimpse of the gnome that was running. He's like giving you two really big thumbs up, right? He's like, go, go, go! <laughs> I love Cabbage Man. Uh, yep. Cabbage Man, Cabbage Man, him... <laughs> does whatever a cabbage can. I give him a nod, which is the best thing Rook will ever give you. <laughs> and uh, I do indeed run. Okay. So... The darkness does get dispelled, but by that point, you're just gone. And the gnome kind of just fades away into the crowd, too. Like, there are whistles being blown, guards being summoned. Damn. But you're gone. I'm gone. With that scroll. Thank God. So, Felix, okay. you run into him pretty soon after. He was keeping an eye on things, it looked like. He waits for you to get safely away, and he kind of drops in. He says, that was thrilling to watch. I had fun. I bet you did, Felix. So much. So, do you have it? Yep. Awesome. You wouldn't ask me if I wouldn't be... <laughs> you wouldn't have asked me if I couldn't get it. You're correct. Ah, uh, well, I like to think that. So, about your friends. Uh-huh. We might need to, uh, intervene. I asked them for something, and they didn't follow through. Oh? What did you ask them to do? I asked them to steal a very, very large ruby. So, like, my job? Well, I thought perhaps all of them working together might make it work. But it turns out they haven't perfected the art. Rook rolls her eyes. Alright, where are they? Well, right now they're on their way to... The guardhouse in shackles. Now, 
Come with me. We need to organize an intervention. Thank you for listening to Bard Rock Cafe. You can find more episodes on sassygamers.com. Have you considered becoming a patron? You can get wild rewards like access to our patrons-only Discord, tarot readings from Rook, and access to exclusive one-shot campaigns set in the Bard Rock universe, led by our DM, Kenny. Visit patreon.com slash bardrockcafe to find out more. Until next time, rock on!